Welcome to SNC's podcast series, SNC Critical Insights. I'm Sarah Mishkin, an associate in SNC's London office. With me today are Olivier de Villemorin, a partner in SNC's Paris office, and John Horsfeld Bradbury, partner in the firm's London office. ESG regulation is on the uptick globally, but particularly in the European Union. Today, we're going to talk about the unexpected ways that some of these new European laws and regulations are going to impose disclosure and other requirements on U.S. and other non-EU companies. Olivier, John, thank you for joining us. To start off, can you explain what these new European laws are that non-EU companies are going to need to be aware of? Thank you, Sarah, and uh, hello to everyone. The EU is indeed extremely active right now on ESG matters, particularly environmental issues. But there are two particular directives that are going to affect non-EU clients in surprisingly expensive ways that it makes sense for us to focus on. These are the Directive on Corporate Sustainability Due Diligence and the Corporate Sustainability Reporting Directive, often called CSRD. To summarize briefly, in-scope companies under CSRD will need to comply with new mandatory sustainability reporting standards that the EU is developing. Companies will need to report information about climate and other environmental matters such as pollution and resource use. They will also need to report on corporate governance and social matters such as labor conditions. Companies will also need to disclose information about their strategy, related risks, and targets related to sustainability. The due diligence directive will require that in-scope companies identify and, if relevant, prevent or bring an end to adverse impact that their operations, activities, or value chain have on human rights and the environment. In addition, the due diligence directive will require certain companies to adopt a corporate plan to ensure that their business model and strategy are compatible with limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius. As you know, this target comes from the Paris Agreement. And therefore, the CSRD also will require companies to disclose their plans to ensure its business model is compatible with those Paris goals. So can you walk us through how these two directives are going to apply specifically to non-European Union companies? Sure, I'll take that one. This is an important point because these rules will have extraterritorial application. This is not the EU's typical approach historically for securities regulation. But the CSRD, there are two ways. First, a non-EU company will be in scope if it has certain types of security listed on an EU-regulated market, including low denomination debt or depository receipts. Second, a non-EU company will be in scope if it has over 150 million of annual net turnover in the EU and a branch or subsidiary in the EU that meets certain other thresholds, such as over 40 million of annual EU turnover. Similarly, the due diligence directive will cover non-EU companies with EU turnover of 150 million it will also capture companies that have less EU revenue, as little as 40 million, if they work in certain high-impact sectors, including energy, mining, and agriculture. Both directives would also apply to the subsidiaries of any in-scope company. This means that CSRD will require reporting on a consolidated basis. Similarly, the due diligence directive will require compliance on a global consolidated basis. This means that non-EU companies will be impacted both if their direct or indirect parent entity is within the scope of the directives. In addition, the due diligence directive will apply to in-scope companies' value chains. This means that non-EU companies will be impacted indirectly if they are in the value chain of another in-scope company. This would happen if, for example, a non-EU company is a major supplier 
to an EU company? Hypothetically, if we're thinking about a multinational company that's headquartered and listed in, for example, the US or Hong Kong, with retail debt listed on a regulated market in Luxembourg or Ireland, would this company be subject to the CSRD's disclosure obligations? Yes, sorry, it will. It would, that's right. Okay, and if we take a US or Hong Kong-based company with annual net sales in the EU of over 150 million euros, and for example, a major Dutch subsidiary, is it also correct to say that this company would be subject to both the CSRD and the due diligence directive? Yes, sorry, it is also correct. It would be subject. We've also been focused a lot lately on the new climate-related disclosure obligations that have been proposed by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Can you talk about how these new EU laws compare with what the SEC has proposed? The short answer is that there is some overlap between the two, but that they're fundamentally different types of requirements and they'll be enforced in different ways. The SEC has proposed rules that will require companies to disclose more about how climate change impacts their business. The EU rules also require new disclosures about climate change. However, the information required is different from what the SEC would require. The EU rules also go well beyond climate. They require disclosure of other environmental, social and governance impacts. The EU rules are also different because they would require companies to change their conduct. In-scope companies will have to prevent or bring an end to adverse impacts they cause on the environment and human rights and align their operations with the Paris Agreement's goals. The SEC rules are only disclosure obligations. One other difference worth noting is that the US rules, although just disclosure rules, could create a more material litigation risk for companies because of how liability can arise under the US securities laws. And if I may add, it's definitely true that historically there is more litigation risk in the US. However, it's worth noting that the due diligence directive contemplates that each member state will also have to appoint an authority to investigate and sanction any breaches to the directive. Therefore, this could significantly increase litigation risk against issuers. What is the status of these proposals? How certain are we that the EU and US rules are going to actually go into effect in the forms that we've just been discussing? So the US rules, it's tough to say right now. The SEC's comment period finished in mid-June. The SEC got thousands of comments. The SEC is now going to read those comments and is likely to adapt the proposal before it's finalized. The SEC has told us to expect final rules around October, but we know that they're still speaking to issuers and other stakeholders this month. A number of commentators also discussed potential grounds for legal challenges to the rules, and there is a likelihood that the SEC's rules will be challenged in court. As to the CSRD, we're not expecting further material changes to the latest drafts. However, we do not yet know the exact details of the information that companies will need to report. This is being developed separately by a European advisory group called EFRAG, and we will have more details on those information later this year. On the contrary, for the due diligence directive, there may still be significant changes to the draft the European Commission has proposed, which has not yet been examined by the European Parliament and the Council. It seems that not all of the rules are in final form yet, but that we do know that companies subject to the rules are going to have to provide some form of additional ESG disclosure. As a last question for you, what does that mean for what companies should be doing now as preparation? 
Well, Sarah, companies are in a tough spot right now. The EU and US rules are far from being final, as you noted, but companies may not have enough time to prepare to comply if they wait until the new requirements are finalized. What we are advising companies is twofold. First, companies should make sure that they know whether they fall within the scope of these new rules. It's particularly complicated for the EU rules. Companies should be aware of what securities they have listed in the EU, what their EU turnover is, and where they have subsidiaries or branches. They should then review if they are in scope for either or both rules. Companies may also want to review whether they will be asked to prepare and provide information to other companies in their value chain who will be caught by the rules. For example, a company based in Asia that supplies EU companies may be asked to provide information so that the EU company can fulfill its own due diligence and disclosure obligations. Second, companies should review what ESG-related information they are now collecting and what internal controls they have in place to oversee that process. Many companies that now collect ESG data don't apply the same internal controls as they do for financial data. Companies will need to apply greater rigor to ESG data protection than before because that information will now be in securities filings. That will take time to implement. Thank you both. For those interested in further information on climate change, sustainable finance, and other ESG-related topics, we have a range of memos and other podcast episodes available on these topics and more at solcrom.com. Thank you.